Hello, guys, and welcome to the Cashflow Queens podcast. Today we have on Melody. She's a seasoned investor, and she specifically focuses in St. Thomas. She talks about her favorite market, her favorite strategies, as well as mindset, which is really important in this industry. So I hope you enjoy. Hello, guys, and welcome to the Cashflow Queens podcast. Today we have Melody on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no worries. She came all the way from St. Thomas, guys. So yep. a long drive, and I really appreciate it. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> um, so we will kind of just jump into your story. You yep. can kind of just give us an overview of your uh, real estate investing journey, and then we can kind of pick it apart from there. Okay. Well, we moved to the London area uh, about five years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in Pickering. So we've been in the GTA, and we sold our house right when the peak like it literally just started to go down right when we sold. Oh, nice. So we moved to London area, St. Thomas. We love it. And we saw the market really start to pick up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wanted a pool, but my husband's like, you know what? Let's get an investment property. So we purchased a new build townhome in 2021, March. Mm-hmm. And in a year, it doubled in value. Wow. So we pulled our equity out of it and we purchased a... Uh, fourplex December 2022. Mm-hmm. We actually close on a triplex April 3rd, and we just picked up that bungalow flip that we closed April 11th. Yes. So, really, a lot of growth, mm-hmm. but it's not just like this. Oh, let's do this. It took a lot of time, a lot of learning because mm-hmm. we were going to sell. Mm-hmm. You know what? We were going to sell because you're taught when you can sell a property or whatever, oh, pay off your mortgage. Mm-hmm. And we we're like, no, everyone that I was speaking with, no, do it again. Mm. Pull out the equity and do it again, buy another one. Okay. So my mind started to spin. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, there's so many opportunities with this. Yes. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect. And your first property was actually a town, a townhome? Yes, new build. New build. Okay. Yep. And what made you want to do new build first? Just because we saw the market, we were new investors. You mm. know, we had regular realtors that weren't really investors and we just saw an opportunity. We knew it was growing. Mm. So we jumped on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And then what made you kind of change your mind from like townhomes, new builds to like multifamily? Well, after learning more about, you know, real estate investing in general, Mm -hmm. and I like the fact that let's say something happens where one person doesn't pay rent. Well, in the fourplex, we have three other people that Mm -hmm. can cover that mortgage payment and pretty much property tax. Mm -hmm. So we're, it's just peace of mind. Yeah. And I think for growth wise, multifamily is a way to grow quicker. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah. And so before uh, multifamily investing, what were you doing before you got into the real estate world? So before real estate, I have my own business. I'm an entrepreneur. Nice. Um, I do custom apparel, but I'm actually looking to sell that business because I realized I found my new passion. Yeah. Connecting okay. with people. But before that, I used to manage multi-million dollar bigs box store. So like Staples, not oh, wow. Staples, but Best Buy, Victoria's Secret. So I have a lot of management, coaching background, uh, dealing with numbers, all that fun stuff. And I miss the people aspect. Mm -hmm. So since getting into the real estate game, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I really miss this. Okay. And I know that you can make so much connections like us. Yeah. So (laughs) it's great. So like coaching would be like what you're passionate about now? Coaching. Yes, definitely. Inspiring, helping others. Okay, cool. We'll get there. But just taking a step back, how many years have you been uh, in the real estate investing world? Uh, less than two years. Less than two years. Yeah. Okay. When yeah. did you purchase the first townhome? 2021. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Wow. So less than two years. And you've scaled to how many? Nine doors? units Not, okay, right nine now. Units. And I want to point out like a lot of people are obsessed with doors. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. how many doors do you have? How many doors? <laughs> you know what? The doors don't matter if they're not quality doors. Mm-hmm. So if you're going out and buying things that are negative cash flow, you're not making a deal on the buy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not so much about your doors. It's about quality of doors. You can have 10 doors for life mm-hmm. and that can set you up for life if you're doing it correctly. Mm-hmm. So I know a lot of people like even me, I'm like, oh, I want a hundred doors, but okay. But are they all cash flowing or are you, some people are bleeding right now? Yes. Yeah, right. So 
Yeah. Yeah. Do you quality of doors? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point because I'm always like doors, but okay. Yes. Um, do you? What do you? If in terms of quality of doors, like what do you look for in an investment property? Uh, right now, well, and with all investors, I think money on the buy is mm -hmm. huge. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as a multifamily, it's hard to find vacant properties. Mm -hmm. So it's like finding a unicorn. We Our triplex that we close on is going to be vacant. Oh, nice. And, okay. and that's really getting creative. Like it was on the market for 75 days. I reached out to my agent, said, can we look, you know, let's dig into this a bit. Mm -hmm. So we realized one was already vacant. That was listed on MLS. They were doing cash for keys for one and the other one was leaving. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like, holy crap, we need to jump on this. And they were going to go down in price. Mm -hmm. So we, and, and that's just from me like, Oh, okay, how can we make something happen here? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it doesn't happen, but hey, sometimes it does. Yeah. Okay. So seeing the opportunity in the market. Yeah. For sure. And then what makes you want to invest in St. Thomas? Are you just in St. Thomas right now? Your units? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We have four rentals and then our primaries all in St. Thomas. Oh, wow. And the reason why we like St. Thomas is because we're kind of piggybacking on London's growth. Okay. London has, I mean, for them to even hit 400,000 people and they're almost at 500,000 now, it was a huge deal for London. Mm -hmm. So St. Thomas is seeing that growth and it's funny because all the locals are like all oh, these gta folk are coming here yeah. but we have a starbucks now we have a winners <laughs> okay the downtown roads are being fixed so it's like yeah. catch 22 right mm -hmm. you have to have that those people come there for growth mm -hmm. so we um just amazon's there you know vw just announced they're opening a battery plant in oh, wow. st thomas which is huge mm -hmm. it's creating 2500 jobs that mm -hmm. are also going to make 7500 jobs from that plant mm -hmm. elsewhere wow okay so it's crazy. Okay. It's so it's really growing. All the tenant quality has been good for you or? It's been good okay. and it's part of your learning as a landlord mm -hmm. and, and making sure that you don't just put anybody in there. If you have to hold it for a month or two, you want to get someone of good quality in there because that's your investment. You want to protect yeah. that. And also it's like just trusting your gut with someone too mm -hmm. and meeting them face to face. So I know okay. a lot of people use property management companies. Great, fine. Mm -hmm. But I want to meet my person <laughs> face to face. So you don't use any property management? We manage our own right now. Okay, wow. Yeah. And you make sure to meet everybody face to face before they move yeah. in? And okay. we have our systems in place. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we have a two bed right now and we put a Google um, form out for them to fill out an application rather than us showing it to 100 people. Mm -hmm. Like we have 100 people interested in and, you know, 10% of them maybe are, are quality. Okay. So it's like, you're not going to show it to a hundred people. That's our time. Mm -hmm. So it's really about like setting your expectations, your systems in place and, and managing that. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You kind of run your own little property management company. Yeah. Right? And we're looking to expand. So okay. that's the thing. Any investors wanting to come to St. Thomas, if mm -hmm. you need teams here, mm -hmm. you know, we're opening up a property management company because we see the need. Okay. There's people from the GTA who want to come and mm -hmm. they're like, we don't have a team. Mm -hmm. Hey, we can be your team. Yes. Right. So we've done it. We know the market and we're looking to grow. Yes. Okay. I love yeah. it. Okay. Perfect. And, um, I was going to say your, okay, so your favorite market is St. Thomas. What is your favorite strategy? Well, multifamily and the burr. Okay, um, yeah. We haven't done a burr. We're doing our first burr with the triplex. Mm -hmm. So all the units, 18 years of smoking, like they, oh, but it's all cosmetic. Mm -hmm. um, there's a couple electrical things that we're looking at, but it's going to be beautiful. And we found a contractor that's really going to work with us. Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, he, he realizes, and he's an investor himself, 
how to make the quality work for the tenants. Mm -hmm. Like you're not going to go and pick certain things because it's really not going to help with rents, Mm -hmm. right? So it's being strategic about, okay, let's do, you know, not this countertop, let's do this one because you're going to get that higher end tenant. Mm -hmm. Laundry in the unit. We want to put laundry in the unit because we want that higher end tenant. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, it's, um, we like the burr and then we just picked up the flip, which is crazy. So we're having (laughs) one GC for both, which is going to help. Yeah. So it's going to be great learning and we'll see how I'm, you know, I'm ready for things to pop up, but yeah. I'm also confident that we have the right team in place. Okay. And then speaking of team, like who do you have? How does it, how is it structured? Like, yep. I don't know, general contractors. And- yeah. Like our team, well, my husband works full time. I'm really taking this on right now. Mm-hmm. And the plan is to get him to do this with me Yeah, in l- less than a year. That's our plan. But <laughs> yeah. we have, you know, real estate agent, your brokers are huge, your contractors, but also accountant, mm-hmm. lawyers, painters, Mm -hmm. you know, and plumbers, like just having reaching out. Um, One thing we did is reached out to random like junk companies. Okay. Just to say, hey, I'm a local investor looking to like, you know, build my contact list. Mm -hmm. Do you service this area? Can you tell me about some properties that you've seen? And also they're kind of like being your bird dogs too. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. (laughs) If you ever notice anything, I give referral fees, right? For for finding properties. So your team is important because, Mm -hmm. and you want to make sure they're all investors. Mm -hmm. You don't want to have someone that doesn't know anything about, you know, Burr, VTB, all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. They don't, if they're not investors, they're not in it. Mm -hmm. I just think the mindset changes a bit changes a bit when you're an investor, plus you have your your main job. Totally. Okay. And then general contractors, how has that been for you? Is it? Yeah. And this is our first uh, reno. We okay. had to interview a few and, you know, they were all great. Mm-hmm. No one was like sketchy, but <laughs> you don't want to go with like the, the lowest price. You don't want to go with the highest price. So you kind of want to go in the middle, but it's also about relationship building. Mm-hmm. Who do you... Who do you think that when you send a text that you're going to get a reply? Mm-hmm. And with GCs, it's like, you know, managing them as yeah, well. exactly. So how often am I going to hear from you? Am I going to get a weekly update what's done this week? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just about building relationship. And also we told the GC that we picked, like, we're looking to grow. This is not a one and done. Yeah. So putting that in their mind too. They want business. It can be a win-win. Yeah, totally. Do you give them like a scope of work to work with? or? Yeah, like we walked through with them. And mm-hmm. the thing we like about our GC is he can work within our budget mm-hmm. as long as it's within reason. Like we're not yeah. going to renovate 20 grand on a triplex. Mm-hmm. But if it's within reason, he can work within the budget, which is great. Because mm-hmm. he knows where we can like, you know, let's cut here and let's add here. Mm-hmm. So okay. It's, it's interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, it's crazy. You were able to scale really fast. So it seems like yes. you have like really good systems and everything in place. Yeah. And I'm very mo- motivated. Okay. Like, that's okay, yeah. one thing is if advice I would give to someone is your mindset, mm-hmm. you know, we're the worst critic of ourself. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, making sure that you have strong goals, a strong vision, but also a plan. Yeah. Don't go after short-term rental, the burr, multifamily, mm-hmm. single family. Like you have to have one like goal yeah. and then, you know, you can move on when you feel like, okay, I'm done with this. I want to move on to the next one. Then go hard. Mm-hmm. So, it, okay. Do you think that's what helped you scaled over like so fast? Just definitely. the mindset? Okay. Yeah. Mindset hundred percent. Okay. And yeah. have you had, well, I know this, but cause we actually met at a Corey McKinnon event, but do yeah. you have any coaches or mentors or anything? Yeah. I'm in Corey's group and I have coaches mm-hmm. and it's great. And, and that's another thing. If you don't have a coach, like one thing I would say is it really does help accelerate your growth. Okay. Because yeah. they're going to put you a li- little bit back on the path when you're like, oh, short-term rentals, you know, this <laughs> yeah. looks cool on the beach. Well, you said your third thing was this. So they're just, they're not going to say don't do it, mm-hmm. but they're going to be like, okay, let's remember your why. Let's remember your goals. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this. And just having someone like 
to bounce ideas off of yeah. other investors in the group. It's been great. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. And I know now you kind of want to go down the co- coaching route. So yeah. what do you, what could you bring to the table as a coach? Do you think? You know what? I love to help people find their first investment property. I, I was speaking with a woman in her mid fifties, early sixties, telling her what I do. Mm-hmm. And she was like, Oh my God. And she was bummed out. Mm-hmm. She's like, Oh my God, our time is done. She's like, we're two years away from paying off our house. They're mm-hmm. almost retired. Mm-hmm. And she feels like her time is done. And Mm -hmm. that like broke my heart. So I'm just like, your time's not done. Oh my God. (laughs) So I really want to make sure that, you know, people realize that, well, first off for retirement, a lot of people are playing retirement and then they're having to continue working. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'd love to help people coach, inspiring others. That's kind of my like second why. Yeah. I really love that. What's your first why? My first why (laughs) is my kids and my family, you know. When we're younger, and I'm sure you can agree, like you're taught debt is bad, Mm -hmm. you know, pay off your mortgage. Mm -hmm. That's what we had in our head. And people are like, no, don't pay off your mortgage. Go and buy another um, cash flowing asset. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I really want to teach my kids financial independence Mm -hmm. because you don't learn that in school. And it's so sad. (sighs) And my oldest is so into it. Oh, wow. So on my Instagram, we're going to have like a session where I'm going to teach him and ask him questions and he's going to answer them. Oh, that's cool. Or my Instagram. Yeah. That's cool. And just be able to go to Disney and not put it on our credit card. Yeah. Like, you know, just financial independence, freedom, and not like trading our time for money. I know. Uh, Yeah. That's this whole thing changed my mindset too, because I read Rich Dad Poor Dad, obviously, yep. like everybody has, and that was like exactly. an amazing book. And yep. then just getting into this, it's just crazy that, yeah, you don't need to work like yep. one-on-one for time to money, basically. So exactly. It's 100%. crazy. Um, going back to your first property, did you yes. take out a HELOC? Is that what you did? And then uh, like, how did you buy yes, that second Yes, we one? took out a HELOC. Okay. So so when we moved to St. Thomas, we sold our our Pickering house. We made a crap ton of money on the sale, mm-hmm. which, you know, I'm killing myself now like, shoot, I should have <laughs> invested all that money, but it's okay. Mm-hmm. You can't live like that. You don't know what you don't know. So we didn't we didn't have a big mortgage on our primary. Okay. So to get that one, we pulled. Okay. We pulled a hundred grand and we put that down on the townhome. Mm-hmm. So we only had a three hundred thousand dollar mortgage on the townhome, mm-hmm. and it doubled in value in a year. Wow. So yeah, we got it crazy. reappraised, and we're like, okay, we want to pull as much as we can, mm-hmm. as much as our debt service allows, mm-hmm. and we had that money just ready to go. Okay. Obviously, the HELOC interest rate isn't great right now, but yeah. it still works. Still doable. Yep. Okay. Okay, perfect. And um, yeah, I, I guess you kind of touched on it, your future goals, but do you have like, I I know you don't have a future goals with doors, but. Yes. Well, I do. Mm-hmm. I, you know, future goal right now, it's a very near future goal is managing the renos, mm-hmm. making sure that we're going to get the best bang for our buck on the flip mm-hmm. and also the triplex, um, you know, buy and hold strategy. But my main goal is to buy a bigger building. Mm-hmm. This oh, wow. is not about doors. This is about something that I want to challenge myself, get other investors involved. Mm. We see London is growing. I'd love to buy a 12 unit building okay, yeah. with right the right people in place. And I will say like social media has been huge for mm. me. Mm-hmm. Just putting out content. It's not perfect, mm-hmm. but I'm really building relationships with people that have reached out to me and say, Hey, I want to do this. I'm interested in this. Mm -hmm. So my mind is opening that you're not alone in the investor world. You're not alone. No. Even if you have an issue, I feel like everybody's willing to help, which is different from a corporate job. Mm. Whereas you're competing to get to that top Mm -hmm. and you're not sharing anything. You don't want them to win. Whereas real estate investing, everybody wants you to win. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I love this community. I love this business. And, uh, I mean, yes, there's hiccups along the way, Mm -hmm. but 
it's great. Yeah. No, I love the community too. And it feels small. It's not small, but it feels like, it just feels like intimate, I guess. Yeah. Like, like everybody knows who certain people are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you learn quickly and, and people reach out to you, which is nice. Totally. Yeah. Um, and sorry, my mind keeps going everywhere, but back to the flip. It, yeah. For flips, I'm never really sure about them because I don't know the tax implications. Is that yes. something that you kind of have to work there with? There is. And we have a corporation. So, okay. and that's speaking with my coaches is that they're make sure, make sure when you do the sale, that you put it in your core because mm. yes, there is tax implications. You're still yeah. going to have to pay, but mm-hmm. it's not going to be as much. Mm-hmm. And for flips, like we were not, this was not part of our strategy, Yeah. <laughs> but when you know your, your market, when you know your city, when you know the neighborhood, mm-hmm. like we knew that that was a steal. Mm-hmm. So we picked that bungalow up for 370, one sold 11 days prior to that same exact, I think it was even smaller for five seventy. Okay, wow. So we jumped on that just because we saw an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And why? Why not a burr? Why a flip? We could do a burr. It does work for a conversion, just to make some quick funds okay. is what we're thinking, and we're hoping to get on that spring market, yeah. which, as you see, is already picking up. Yeah. So hopefully we can turn it over and, and we'll see. And I will share that result okay. when it happens because I'm excited. <laughs> okay, amazing. <laughs> Perfect. Um, and then just a couple more questions, but um, what would you recommend, I guess, to new investors getting into this current market? I would say, you know, learn as much as you can on your own. Like if you don't have the funds to get coaching, because you don't want to put your only 10, 20, whatever, however people charge five grand into coaching. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, learn as much as you can on YouTube, reach out to people on Instagram. Everybody's very helpful. Mm -hmm. When you have enough saved, I would say get a coach, get a mentor because they've been, they've done there, they've been through these bumps Mm -hmm. and they know Mm -hmm. not that they're going to hold your hand. They're going to hold you accountable, but I just think get a coach and have clear goals, clear vision, clear goals. I love that. Yeah. Do you think it's important to get a coach before getting that first rental property or just kind of jumping in? I've seen people get it like we didn't. Yeah. We we didn't. We were just like, okay, this is a one and done. We weren't going to be investors. And then (laughs) your mind changes, right? Because you see other people doing it and you're like, oh, you can actually make pretty good money Mm -hmm. while helping people, Mm -hmm. right? And like joint ventures are another thing is that it's not about the whole piece of the watermelon or the whole watermelon. It's about having a slice. Mm-hmm. And if we can get other people in on certain deals, they're going to win mm-hmm. and create generational wealth for their family mm-hmm. and learn. So that's what I was actually going to ask you, but it was about JVs, um, joint ventures. Do you, mm-hmm. are, do you currently own all your units or yeah. do you have any JVs? Oh, you don't? Not yet. Okay. No, we own our, um, we own ourselves. Mm-hmm. And on the big thing that I'm working on, that's a goal. Yeah. I will be looking for like JVs okay. or our partners for an equity stake or cash flow. We're, it's a learning, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> but we okay. are looking to grow with JVs and with JVs, you want to make sure that you're having people with the same mindset, Mm -hmm. the same why. Because it can be, you know, going with a JV, you can have someone who's like, well, what's this $10 on the account or what's this $5 that you spent? So you want to make sure, like, first of all, you're clear with what you're communicating with Mm -hmm. your JV. Um, Yeah, we don't have any yet, but Mm -hmm. it's something that, yeah, for growth-wise, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know, it's something that always scares me. There's so many contracts in place and everything for JV. And you have lawyers, you have accountants, Mm -hmm. you know, and coaches who are behind you. So they kind of like told you. And once you've been through one, Mm -hmm. and for a JV, you can do it however you want. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many ways you can do a JV, um, 50-50 or or mortgage partner, cash partner. Totally. There's so many different ways. Yeah. Um, And then I like what you just said about helping others, that being a landlord is about helping others because there's so many like – 
um, slumlords as opposed yeah. to landlords. So I like that you talk yeah. about having ensuite laundry and all these things because it's like it's a win-win. It's going to attract a better tenant as well. For sure. So, no, that's important. Um, and I was going to say, da, 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 da. is there anything that you wish you did differently in your journey? Um, I think not getting, you know, not looking at those $20 million portfolio people or hundred doors Mm -hmm. and letting it knock you down. Like they all started somewhere, Mm -hmm. you know, so we can so easily get, you know, beat ourselves up. Well, I'm not there yet. Yeah. But they're 20 years into the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and even like, yeah, and I'm at nine doors. I've been working really hard to make this happen. It didn't just happen overnight. Yeah. Um, and it's because I have vision. It's funny because I had my goals written down and this was just visionary goals. I mm-hmm. didn't own anything. Well, I had, we had our town home, but I wrote triplex or fourplex in St. Thomas. And literally four months later, I went back to my notes mm-hmm. and I was like, holy crap, got it. <laughs> wow. Right. So just writing down your goals, putting it out there to the universe. Mm-hmm. It, it works. Yeah. And do you have a goal setting process at all? Yes, I okay. do. If you haven't read the 12 week year. Oh, I love that book. Yeah. That is great mm-hmm. um, for just you know, setting up your goals. So mm-hmm. right now I, we did our 30, no, our three month goals. Now I'm working on this three months. So it's kind of like, you know, and it's not just about real estate. It's about mm-hmm. going on a date night once a month, mm-hmm. you know, working out three times a week. So it's not just real estate. Okay. Stuff. Yeah. And do you write it all down or do you have like yeah, a vision board? I write board? it on the computer in mm-hmm. a Google doc, mm-hmm. just cause I'm not, sometimes I won't go back to the, the pad. Yeah. <laughs> so I have it on the computer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do you have a vision board as well? Any images? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Right okay. in my office. Vision board. And I did it with my kids. Oh, that's cute. So they have Nintendo roll on there, YouTube, because <laughs> they want to be YouTube stars. Okay. Like, so it's great. And oh, to get gosh. them involved. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Okay, cool. And uh, just segueing back to your coaching business, is there anything else you want to add about that? Because I know that's something that you do want to do. You're passionate about. Yeah. If um, anybody wants to learn, you know, how to buy their first investment property, feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Instagram, Melody Salisbury. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let them know. And um, (laughs) yeah, I'm on Instagram. (laughs) And you know what? It's not scary if you have someone just kind of like doing your roadmap, Mm -hmm. right? It's not as scary. Totally. Yeah, I like that, the roadmap, because even my, I have a mortgage agent and they do a roadmap and it's right. super helpful to just see where you are on the whole journey. Exactly. And so. that's another thing we're taught is go with the bank for your, no, go with a broker, go mm-hmm. with a mortgage agent. Mm-hmm. They're going to be able to get you to your goals mm-hmm. rather than the bank who just has their products. I know. So many things so. we're not taught, really. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast Thank today. You. I really appreciate it. Um, I know you mentioned your Instagram. Is there anywhere else I can find you? Facebook? Facebook. Same. Melody okay. Salisbury. Instagram. That's Perfect. pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. I'll, All the I'll attach there. it down below anyway. But yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.